You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, hour number two here, week 13, NFL Sunday. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. 40 minutes from now, we'll get to our best bets, side and total every game on the board. Die Royal Prop King is on the way. All the prop bets for today. Ken Barkley's underdog money line parlay on the way as well. Uh, but look, we're going to find out this hour, now that we're in the noon hour Eastern time. Probably won't find out, Ken, for like like 25 minutes or so, you would guess, like what the, what the four teams actually are. Is that right? Oh, certainly. I would, I would, for people who haven't seen this show before, I would think of it like the uh, NCAA basketball selection show, where it's like a little bit of intro, we're going to start revealing some teams and then the teams that everyone cares about pro- probably my guess would be about 30 minutes and maybe maybe a little less they need to have time for reaction need to have time to interview the committee chairman so it won't be like at 1258 or something like we're going to know we're going to be able to talk about it we might even have and i know we don't know the matchups like we're not remotely confident what they're going to be so that means betting markets may not open right away but we'll probably have betting markets for the, the both semifinal games uh open at least some openers uh by the time we get off the air all right, so I'll give Ken what the markets are right now, and we can talk about it a sure. little bit. Any bets that we've made? Oh, and like all the markets have locked, at, at where I'm looking right now. Oh yeah, um, so they they oh, close they, they close at noon. Yeah. Are they doing it right now? Actually, do you have the do you have the TV up? Are they are they about to release this right now? Okay, they had the graphic up, and now they've they've since cut away from it. So I guess the answer they're, is no, no. They're so, they're they're it's 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 usually well. Think about if you were producing the show, right? We, we, of course, produce television for a long they, time. They got the, me. The just whole now, idea, to be fair, that was really you're, good. You're, you're yeah. teasing. You're teasing yeah. the four question marks the whole time. I you literally saw like, that. I was like, oh my, oh my god, <laughs> we're about to find <laughs> out. And yeah, let me let's uh let, let's talk for a little bit about a couple things. First, I'll just I'll just say this like I in the first hour of the show, I just said like I am not I was not confident enough to bet into any of the markets of who would make and who would miss because we haven't had the committee the committee's never had this kind of decision before. There's nothing to base what they're going to do this year on. There's no other year. There's no well in this year they did this. There's none of that. They've never had a decision this tough. They've never had this many deserving teams. They've never had an obvious pro and con for each of the especially three teams for two spots. It seems like uh for 3 and 4. So like with no historical data to go on, unless I like have someone in the room feeding me information like hey Texas is in. Like unless I have somebody doing that, I'm I'm not really dying to bet into this. You and I both did make one bet this for a very small amount of money just because i think i think we both felt like i we were like shut out of this and like i want to have like something to root for when they bring up the rankings and and, and to be fair like during one of the breaks like we came to the same conclusion right like if all the things we're saying are true then like maybe x what ken's about to reveal may be a valuable bet not that it has to win and, and we can tell you, I mean, the, the markets have closed and you're not missing the boat here. Like we bet something for a couple bucks just to have something while we watch the reveal here. I'm extremely excited to learn what the playoff matchups are going to, whatever they are. I'm very, even if Florida State makes it, I'll be very excited. Hopefully they're playing Michigan if they make it, because I have a lot of money on Michigan to win the national title. Their path gets much easier if they draw Florida State. Um, the market on Texas to make it 
got bet out really aggressively in a couple places. And basically at, at close, so I think the markets aren't open anymore. At close, Florida State and Alabama essentially had about the same price to view to get what you would assume would be the last, if you tr trusted the markets and their probabilities, Texas would get the three probably, or at least be in. And Florida State and Alabama, maybe it's unsure who the fourth team is going to be. That's what the markets would tell you. But the price on Texas got so outrageous. And my guess was that it was not driven by information because it was too early to be driven by information. Also, if you knew what the playoff rankings were, you wouldn't just bet Texas. You'd bet the other team that's going to be out. You'd bet the fourth team that's going to be in. You'd shape all of it. And that wasn't happening. And it was just Texas was getting bet to make. And it got to the point where the no price on Texas was more than five to one. And, and my, my whole thing is like, I don't have a clue who's going to make it. And I don't have a clue who's going to miss. If you were going to give me five to one on any of those teams to miss, I think I would have taken it probably just because like, because who, who knows? Because who knows? And that's my whole point. I have no idea and I'm not going to be surprised by anything. So if you're watching like Nick and I have a couple bucks on Texas to miss, I am eagerly awaiting the announcement again. Like I, I don't know. I can't wait to find out. Someone's going to be really mad no matter what. And most importantly, we're going to have two more games to bet on here in about an hour. Yeah, so hopefully we can start talking about like even just spitballing what we think point spreads would be for the for the potential national semifinal matchups. But yeah, we're like T minus less than a half hour from finding out what the college football playoff is, which is pretty and and, and like the order obviously, which is going to be really right, important. Which is really in important of, in terms of betting. And just to emphasize that in the betting markets, because another betting conversation. So like I think everyone that listens to the show know I have Michigan to win. They're like the team that they're they've been my team the whole year that I bet on, and I bet on Ohio State a little too. But like for this conversation, I have Michigan. I've never found myself in a situation before where I know they're in and I have no idea what their price is supposed to be to make it. The betting market has a market open on like to win the title. Florida State's odds are really long. And I think people are like, oh, that means they're out. No, it means they have no chance whether they make it or not. That's what it means. Like, don't like don't try to interpret that. That's a really bad idea. Like Florida State's odds are long because whether they make it or not, they can't win. That's why their odds are long. And that's why that's why everybody wants to bet everybody else. But like I'm here with I'm here with Michigan. Imagine like they're the one and the four gets put up and it's Florida State. Michigan's really likely to win the national title now. They essentially are like 90%, 95% to beat Florida State, maybe, maybe a little less, but like a big percent. And then in the final, like maybe they get Washington, maybe they get Texas, maybe they get Alabama. They're favored over, I think, all of those teams. Alabama would be the only one where the market would be kind of interesting based on how Alabama played yesterday. Like, okay, like Michigan really likely to win. Okay, now imagine Michigan's the one and Nick Saban and Alabama are the four. Okay, now they're like three to one to win instead of like even money to win the, the college football playoff because they're basically going to play like a coin flip kind of point spread game against Alabama. And then they're going to play the final where they'll probably be a small favorite, but they won't be really like not two coin flips almost. Like that's how much this, that's how much this, it's all changing. All the markets are going to be impacted by this. And it's the first year where we really, we can't even begin to set these other markets. I don't even know what they're supposed to be yet um, because of the committee and and my honestly like skepticism that uh, that anybody knows what they're going to do i think they could do something really crazy uh last last time here what give us the the final ken barkley the four teams that you think will make it oh, in the boy. order in which they make it in and i'll give mine also so just who i think uh i thought about it a little more all right best guess about who makes it uh i'll say they leave florida state out the more i thought about it so i'll say michigan one washington two Texas three, and that's how they'll say the head-to-head -head matters, is that they'll rank them ahead of Alabama, and Alabama will be the four. Uh, I say that with very little confidence. My the 
the reason why I've kind of settled on that is there's plenty of cases for everybody. I'm the one that says, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, in the end, it's, it's a product, it's a television show, it's an event. And, uh, and they'd be taking money out of their own pockets almost and promoting it. If they put Florida state in, they'd be like costing themselves money and costing their conferences money almost by doing it. So I think because Florida state would be such a bad draw. So and Texas and Alabama are really good draws. So I guess they'll, I'll side with the TV show angle. I don't even like it that much. I, I like that an undefeated team would make it. I think that's like fun actually that they, it means something that they did that, but best guess right now with very little confidence, I'll, I'll say Florida state's out, but like, I, again, nothing would surprise me. I'll tell you what, man. Michigan versus Alabama, Texas versus Washington is an yeah. incredible, incredible national semifinal. Incredible yeah. national semifinal. I don't know if we'll for get a it tournament that never has, out. that never has incredible semifinals, by the way, for, a, for an event that is frequently criticized for having terrible semifinals. Uh, anything, anything else for Perfect. us to I'm do here? Um, I want, want to do any, uh, any, any NFL line move we need to know about it before we get to, uh, to the prop king. Why don't we start the prop king here? Oh, actually, I do have some. I'm sorry. There is one game that moved. It was all the way down on my board, and I didn't see it. Uh, the Green Bay Packers have gotten bet really aggressively on Sunday night football to the point that the Chiefs are now Chiefs are now five point favorites in most places, and the first four and a half has appeared on the board. Uh, that is a very, very, very aggressive move based on the market we saw for that game earlier, where the Chiefs were six, six and a half in the early part of the week. They are now all the way down to five, five and a half with a four and a half on the board uh, on the road at Green Bay. So I'm I'm in on Kansas City, but I think I I said this. We had Baldy on our show on Wednesday, and then I did his show on Thursday, and he and I were talking off air. He's like, Nick, he like this this the Packers defense is playing really well, and like okay, they were playing you know like the Dolphins. I wouldn't be as concerned, but this Chiefs offense hasn't been the Chiefs offense it's been the last couple of years this year. So I'm I'm very worried about my Chiefs wager. I'm in on it, but I'm a little worried about it. It's been, that line movement doesn't make it, me feel better. It is a move. Of course, it can be wrong. Not, not every move where we react like that is a move where you go like, whoa. Yep. Whoa. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the Chiefs Excuse Vikings yeah. one, right? Not apples bit. to apples, but like a little similar to that. Casey closed sure. three in that game at Minnesota, and then uh, one by ten. And I think I took like five, and they didn't cover. That was fun. Yeah. Well, that pass interference in the end zone that wasn't called, I believe, something like that, right? Yeah, it's great. Fun with closing line yeah. value. Okay. Mm. Um, so we are a ways out from finding the college football playoff teams because yes. ESPN, who has carrying the show right now, I have it on my TV, just did like the Octo Box with all the reporters they have. And I think they're going to go to each of them here before the next break. Of course. On the first one right now. Jen Lotter, the, the reports Michigan, are the so best, by the way. Time. It's like, it's like, all right, let's go to uh, Jen Ladders at Michigan. Jen, what's going on? Well, Reese, I'm being the to told the team had grilled cheese and French fries for lunch, and then they watched a short video presentation before all huddling in the main. Like you try, I mean, the minutes here are just absolutely hilarious. Like the closing message to the team was, "Don't give up." Back to you. It's like, okay, like, sorry, they end or not? We, like, what? Is, what is we that? went to yesterday. We went to like a Christmas village in Pennsylvania yesterday and rode like a Christmas train. It's like whatever. It's like holiday. Sure. My wife wanted to do, and my sister-in-law was with us and a bunch of other family. And she got grilled cheese at the place we went to. It just made me think of that. Good grilled cheese yeah. sandwich, delicious. Anyway, uh, I, I do too. Uh, get tomato and bacon, absolutely delicious. All right, let's get to the props now. Coming up for today, uh, the prop king descends down from thy royal balcony, traipses across thy royal purple velvety carpet, over to thy royal balcony, and he well. He leaves the throw. You, you went to the balcony prematurely. That was a premature balcony. I did. Yeah. A, 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 pre, a, a premature balca, balcolation from, from the prop yeah. king. Uh, yeah. And now he stands at the balcony to give you 
the morons, the prop winners on this Week 13 NFL Sunday. Uh, gentlemen, take it away. Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. I tell you, this show is really fun every year. The college football playoff reveal Sunday morning show. Oh, it's like great. And this is the best one. Show. Yeah. This is the best yeah. one. Yeah. Because no uh, idea what's going to happen. I'm really excited for my prop bets. Also, like, I just really want to know the teams in the playoff and then talk more about yeah. it before we give our best bets. So, look, we're going to clear the props here. And if we have to cut into the props to do the college football playoff, we will. We'll get you all the props over the course of the rest of the show today. So don't worry. We will start in thy Royal Tennessee with the Titans and thy Colts. And uh, while I think, and I like the over in this game, and we'll talk about this in best bets to close the show, and I think both teams have an avenue for success, um, all the players are priced like it. Zach Moss, is yardage prop is very high, combined rushing, receiving. DeAndre Hopkins' receiving number looks good to me. Michael Pittman's number looks good. Josh Downs' number looks good. There's only one number that I look at and I think, like, this is probably, like, honestly, maybe, like, 20 yards too low. And it's Derrick Henry's rushing yards prop. It's 62 and a half. I think it needs to start with the seven at least. So I want to go over on Derrick Henry, over 62 and a half rushing yards for Derrick Henry. I don't love the anytime touchdown market in this game, but if you wanted to throw beer or pizza money on one guy, I would do it on Chig Conquo, Tennessee starting tight ends, who hasn't scored a touchdown yet this year, went for 445 last week. We had been playing Tennessee's backup tight ends, Josh, while you were sleeping, and Trevon Wesco, but like Chig is the one that gets all, all the targets. Like Those guys play snaps, they don't get targeted a lot, so this is going to be the Sunday that Josh Weil scores. Anyway, uh, if you're going to bet someone in the anytime touchdown market, I would say Chig Conquo uh, to score his first touchdown of the season today against the Shaq Leonard-less Indianapolis Colts linebacking core. Chargers and the Patriots, here's one that'll make you sick. So Pop Douglas leaves last week's game against the Giants with a concussion. And after Pop Douglas left the game, uh, who's his one-for-one replacement? Tyquan Thornton. Got a bunch of targets from Bailey Zappi. So this is not like a prayer here on Tyquan Thornton. He got the ball a bunch last week after Pop Douglas left the game. He's the only like legitimate speed threat that the Patriots have on offense. Tyquan Thornton over 21 and a half receiving yards. Actually, I like this bet a lot. Thornton over receiving yards, and we can play Tyquan Thornton anytime. Touchdown. Now, if you wanted to play Quinton Johnston over 19 and a half receiving yards today, I would say take your money and do something better with it. Like maybe you've run out of toilet paper, and that could be a better usage of it than betting on Quentin Johnston. Uh, Lions and the Saints. Listen, it's early, 12-14 here on the the East Coast. Maybe 9 in the morning where you're at, maybe on the West Coast. Never too early to pour yourself a shot of J-Mo. Jamison Williams, like, we're going to keep doing this, lined in the low 20s. He's, like, their number two receiver now, and and his dot's massive. Jamison Williams, over 23.5 receiving yards. Jamison Williams, anytime touchdown. Uh, the A.T. Perry stuff becomes less, like, uh, less appealing now that Chris Olave is going to play in the game. But if you want to reach out and bet someone, 
AT&T Perry. AT Perry, anytime touchdown for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the props. We'll roll through it. And on the other side, we will tell you the teams that have made the college football playoff, our reactions, projected point spreads for the national semifinals, all still to come on the show along with the underdog money line parlay and our best bet side in total for every game on the board. An absolutely jam-packed 40 minutes still to come. Countdown to kickoff here on You Better You Bet.